Well, we're back. Can't find my button to push. Guess I've got to... Next week, I'm going to have a different set head. I'm, that's my mission tonight now. I'm going to go home. I'm going to figure this out. i got to have a headset that does not have this little volume thingy bopper between the plug-in and the headset. So it's got to be... Do you have anything, a volume controller on yours, on your headset set? No. Okay. It's just, it just goes straight from the plug-in into your ears, right? Yep. There's nothing in between? There's nothing in between. I, hence, I think that is my problem. This little <laughs> doohickey here is what the... And I just don't understand why I can listen to it, like plug into my stereo, and there's no problem. I don't get why in the radio station it won't work. Because hmm. as soon as I let go of the button, yeah. then, every, then you go garbly, garbly goo, and I could barely hear you. No matter how I turn up the b- button, you know, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. Hmm. But I hit that little button and then everything just goes clear as bell. That's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. I'm going to need chiropractor adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> My finger holding on to this button for two hours. <laughs> okay. What color is a bear's fur? Polar bear's fur. Sorry about that. Polar bear's fur. What color is it? I want to say white, but I know that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Rebecca, do you have any idea? Ivory. Ivory. Uh-huh. Is it gray? No. Is it? Is it? It's really black, but because they're rolling in the snow, it gets covered in white, right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Paula's in the room. <laughs> a polar bear's fur is not white; it's clear. What? Yes, the mm. polar bear's fur is not white; it's clear. Polar bear skin is actually black. Their hair is hollow and acts like a fiber optics, directing sunlight to warm their skin. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, there you know. There you go. My I'm going to pull a hair from a polar bear and hey. I'm going to check it out. Polar bears camouflage themselves more completely during a hunt by covering their black noses with their paw. That makes a lot of sense, too. You know, how do they learn that? Nobody can see me. Nobody can see me. I'm hiding my nose. They practice hide and go seek with their friends. There you go. Hide and go seek. Hide and go seek. Okay. On that note, we shall go to, (laughs) we shall go to callers because they're all going, hello. (laughs) Fine. Alrighty then. Who's up next? Okay. We're going to go to Suzette and she just has a comment about the chiropractic. Okay. First of all, I like your name, Suzette. I have not heard of that. You know, Sue, Susan, but never Suzette. So it's cool. Hi, Suzette. Hi, thank you. Um, this is the first time I've listened to your show, and I really, really like it. Well, thank you. <laughs> We're a little bit crazier. Hi, but... Suzette. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Becca. There we go. Um, I have miniature dachshunds, and mm-hmm. we've been going to Dr. Becca for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first went there, we went because our vet had told us that if he quits walking, I have 24 hours to decide if he has surgery or if we put him down. Oh, my. Well, that wasn't unac- that was unacceptable. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Doctor Becca can work miracles. Yes, I believe my, that. It's two years later, and my dog—you would never know that it had happened. Really, He's had bouts since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to contain his activity level. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing wonderful, and. We think the world of her and the things that she does. Yeah, that she. I, I hear a lot of good about her. That's why she's on the radio. <laughs> Thank you. And she can. She does well on the radio too. Not only is she good chiropractic, she talks well on the radio. <laughs> I always say it's chiropractic. It's not me. There you go. Oh, yeah, I'm just yeah. the means to this. Well, no, a, a lot of it is Doctor Becca. Because yes. if Doctor Becca doesn't think that what she's doing works. She will tell you to get a different opinion mm-hmm. or to try something out. Well, that's good. That's knowing your craft and, and doing trying the best for the dog. That's what it's all about, is doing the best yes, for the for the, for the puppers. 
She's absolutely wonderful, and we think the world of her. So I just thought I'd call in. That is so nice of you. That you know, everybody's so quick to put, you know to yell about what bad happens, but people are slow to say good things. And so yeah. I appreciate you taking the time, you know, to uh, call and tout her pleasures. Yes, thank you. And tell oh. Otis, Chip, and Frankie hello. There you go. I will. Thank you. <laughs> Have and a great I time. I highly recommend taking your dog to try on harnesses. Because uh-huh. even if one works for one dog, if you have to switch to a different size, it may not work for your other dog. Oh, that's an excellent point. Thank that you, thank you, point. thank you. Yeah, I was like, see, I don't use harnesses on mine, so that's why I'm just seeing the harnesses that are coming through my classes right now. So, so thank you for that tip. That's an awesome tip. And thanks for listening. Right, Hopefully thank you you'll very listen much more for your show. Well, thanks. <laughs> Hopefully you'll listen more now since you're first time <laughs> listener and caller all in one day. <laughs> thank I you. will. Thank you. Have you a nice day. Take care. Bye bye. There you go. I know there's people that have listened for a long time and just, I just can't call. I just can't call in. It's like, well, that's okay. Call and tell Carly. Carly likes to talk. <laughs> yeah, I do. I like to interrupt you. There you go. No problem. Just don't yell at Carly. We don't uh, need If you yell yeah. at me, I just hang hang the phone up. There so. you go. Yeah, Carly there doesn't get yelled If you're mad at me, then email me, but don't yell at Carly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, who's up next? Okay, we have Lauren on the line, and he has a question about his dog that's marking in their house. All right. Alrighty then. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? Hey, Katie. Thank you. Um, I've listened to your show several times. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, thank you. We've got a rescue dog that's, I think it's part Yorkie and part Maltese. All right. That we've had for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And she's potty trained and everything, but all of a sudden she started marking the uh, places all over the house, furniture, and it's female dog on top of it. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm marking her sister, too, this morning. <laughs> Boy, she's a brassy little gal, isn't she? <laughs> yes, yes. Mine, 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 mine. Oh, and this my sister is mine, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, now, uh, she's, you said that she just started doing this? Yeah, she's been potty trained. We had no problems with her all summer and most of the winter. And now, all of a sudden, here, the last month or so, she's been uh, deciding it's time to start marking everything. Okay, so then what um, What has changed? Did somebody, like somebody leave for college, somebody come back from college, divorce, a death? Uh, the pack, has the pack changed? Uh, you know, our daughter moved out, but she's been in and out of the house here on and off for the past, uh, you know, with college and everything like that. But um, she just moved out here a week ago, and this started before she moved out. Okay. Because usually there's a, something, an episode that, you know, like I say, somebody came, somebody left, the pack structure changed, there is a death that will change the, the mentality of the pack, whereas then these things kind of rise, you know, rise up, right? And so that's okay. why what I would do, now how old is this pupper? Uh, she will be turning four here this spring. Okay. And, and now does she go outside to go potty too? Yes. Okay. And that, is she doing any doo-doos in the house or does she just seem to be marking? Uh, mostly just marking. Okay. I, well, if this was my dog, what I would do, number one, is you can't give her any freedom in the house right now because she's, you know, she's using your house as a toilet and she's mine, 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 mine. So what she's okay. going to do now, is she crate trained at all or do you have a playpen for the dogs at all? Oh, well, we do. Okay. Oh, good. Because what you got to do is that if you don't have time, you can have her on a leash with you, like wherever, if you're sitting in the kitchen, in the living room, or whatever you're doing. But then you got to keep an eye on her. I mean, if it looks like she's going to side saddle something, like she's going to spritz, you just clap your hands and go, hey, wrong. 
And so then if you want to, want to take her outside and go potty. And so then what you got to do is get her to be more mindful. And you want to clear the areas where she has gone. You can either use half vinegar, white vinegar and water, or the best thing on the market is anti-icky poo. All right. And what that is, is it's a, a all natural. And what it is, is it changes the chemical compound of urine and crystallizes it. And then when you kind of vacuum it, it all gets sucked back up again. Okay. And so you got to okay. clean the area so that then she's not reminded, oh, I can do it here and I can do it there and such like that, all right? Okay. Uh, I think it's a twofold. might be a little bit of a mark. It's very seldom that you find a, a true dominant female that will run around, you know, marking things. Sometimes it's just laziness, you know, whereas, hey, it's too windy out there. Hey, it's too cold. I think I'm going to pop over here and do it over here. And so that's why we don't want to give her opportunity. And so for the least next couple months, she's going to be on a leash tied to you or she's going to be in her kennel or she's going to be in the playpen. But don't give her any freedom in your house whatsoever for at least the next couple months. And now all when right. you take her out to go potty do you just open the door and let her go or do you and just assume she went or do you tell her you know go potty go potty or get busy we, get busy we tell her to go potty and we do let her out uh most of the time we do watch her to make sure excellent but uh, you know once in a while we just let them out to to play and have some fun outside right. well one thing what you want to do though is especially when you get little ones that are messing in the house they are only outside to go potty and then they get their butt back in and then if you want them to go outside and play now they can go back out and play they only are out there to get their business done and get their butt right back in the house especially okay. in Minnesota we want them to get out there and get it done quick because when it gets cold you're standing there by the door hurry, hurry up <laughs> okay so you wanted I would uh, make that a mission of yours also now in the next couple months that you know she went potty you let her out and if you don't you know stand and watch ah, go potty go potty Potty, good job. Go potty. And then when she comes in, when you feel she, now the maximum time outside is only supposed to be two minutes. Most people let their dogs just, you know, wonder, wonder, meander and everything around. No, they're out there to concentrate on what they're out there for. Go potty. All right. And then, like I say, after two minutes, you bring them back in. You wait a minute or two, take them back out, try it one more time, and then come in, let them feed them. Or then if you want to go for a walk or let them go back outside to go play, you can go do it then. But what I would reiterate the potty training. Don't give her any freedom in the house. And then uh, do you give set feeding times or free feeding times? Uh, yeah, we have pretty set feeding times for them. Go. So where does the dog sleep? The, the dog sleeps. Uh, we have a kennel with her bed in it that we don't close the door, but it's in our bedroom. Okay. And she sleeps in the kennel. Does she ever have accidents during the night? That, like she get no. up and go pee on anything? Okay. Not that I've noticed. Have there, uh, then what you want to notice is like what's going on when she decides she's going to go mark. All right. What's going on? Is there like, uh, did somebody stop over and paid a visit? Uh, you know, are the dogs having, you know, wrestling around or, cause sometimes it can be, it can be caused by uh, triggers, you know, such yeah, as that it, busyness it, it in the house. Be, but a lot of times we don't catch it until after the fact. In fact, the other dog will tattle on her and, and bark at us uh, <laughs> or let us know something's going on. There you go. You know, th- now, what do you think, Doctor? Well, we, 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 okay, don't hang up. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna ask Doctor Becca something here. Okay, so don't okay. hang up. All right. Oh, oh now I gotta find out what my, my next okay, question is gonna be. <clears throat> all right, crows have the largest what Rel- relative to the body size of any avian family? Crows have the largest what? We'll be back. We're back. Thanks for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Even as snowy as it is, what else you got to do? I know we're all longing for to have that barbecue and that beer in the backyard. So it's just like it will. It, it'll come, folks. Just I already it, did that. To me, it's one day closer, one day less of having mosquitoes buzz around my head. 
Okay? So the more days like this, the less ticks, the less mosquitoes, the less horse flies, deer flies, la, la, la. So, And what did you say? You did what? I said I already had a beer in my parents' backyard. Oh, well, they're so alive. But I'm just talking one where I'm barefoot, got T-shirts and shorts on. <laughs> well, we in the hot tub, we were doing All that. So. Right. Hey. so she was barefoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit barefoot. All right. Crows have the largest what relative to its body size of any avian family? Beak? Nope. Do you have any idea? I'm going to say wingspan. Ew. Feet? Nope. nope. Head? Well, close. It's their sub- <laughs> Eyeballs? So. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> they just cover it all. Yeah. <laughs> Coast are the largest cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A. Cerebral? Thank you, hemispheres. <laughs> uh, relative to the body size of any, and then crows are really, the same with like your ravens. You know, I think they're you know cousins, aren't they? One the same, whatever. Right. Yeah, that's why they're so smart. You know, they, some actually can kind of talk and they're just very, very smart. Crows are smart? Yes, they are very smart. Okay. Yes, they are. I'm going to take your word for it. Yep. No, they, they're, they're thinkers. They're thinkers. Never mind the ones picking on things in the middle. Of the oh, yeah. No, they're the cleanup crew. Some. Yeah. No, they're the cleanup tr- crew. <laughs> along with dogs. Seem very smart to me. Yeah. Along with that. Yeah. But no, the cleanup crew. God had a plan for them. You know, they have all, instead of all this dead stuff on the road. We got, you know, here comes the cleanup crew. Dogs and crows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We talked to Lauren and his dog, his female dog, a Yorkie and uh, Maltese mix is uh, marketing in the house. And now I, I, we, we talked to Dr. Beckett that that uh, uh, chiropractic adjustment might, might, might help this dog. Yeah, barring any other medical issues, um, certainly there are nerves that control the bladder, and so sometimes with the, the with the spine, when that gets out of alignment, then then um, things get um, less functional. I guess is a good way of putting it. And so chiropractic can help restore that function and improve that function of the bladder and the control there. Okay, so if it's not just a behavioral problem where this dog is very brassy, it could there could be a, a, a reason as long as it's not. A, have you have a have you had a urinary test or a complete blood profile done just to make sure that there's not a health issue? No, we we haven't had one of those yet, but okay. she's pretty bossy. Yeah, bossy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because and sometimes too by letting them drag a nylon leash around the house, that kind of knocks their ego down a little bit, and then yeah. you got something to quick step on or pick up and follow through. Uh, you know, we might want to work on then just uh, the relationship in the household of where this dog sees itself. All right, well, and okay. you know, obviously it's supposed to be human, human, then dog, dog. You know, it, and you got what two dogs? Yes. Okay. And so you say she's number one of the two? Uh, she is number two of the two. Oh, she, she is? <laughs> she's your the other one, yeah. Your other, dog, your other dog is over this dog? Well, I don't know. She she was here first, so. Well, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. It has to do with the personality, okay? Yeah. And she, she would classify herself as number one. All right. Yeah. And so you've got to treat the number one dog as number one. Because some dogs will beat, people will wonder, well, how come my dog is beating up the other dog all of a sudden? And it's because, okay, that other dog was the original dog. And so people have it in their head that that dog should be number one to be petted, to be treated and all that. But between the two of them with their personality, they worked out where the new dog is number one and the older dog is number two. But you keep uh, uh, destroying that by giving, petting first the older dog and giving treats first. And the other dog will keep beating up that dog because he doesn't know how to get through to you to say, hey, no, I'm number one. I get the first pet. I get the first treat. So that might be something that you might want to look into. There's another, if it's a a behavior problem, there's a book called People Training for Good Dogs by Melissa Berryman. People Training for Good Dogs, all right? And that that will help you sometimes look at this mindset. And then maybe by changing some things.
things that you do in the house will change their dynamics, and then she won't be so brassy. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet, kiddo. Have a great day. Bye bye. You too. Bye. Hey, give Holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. Somebody called in, wanted to know, I you know, I use Dr. Jessica Levy as one of my vets, the holistic. Then I, Dr. Levy does not do surgeries, and so my other vet is Dr. Jenny Urban, Jenny Urban, uh, U-R-B-A-N, and she's with Valley Creek Road Animal Hospital in Woodbury. That's Dr. Jenny Urban. She used to be at Stillwater, and then she bought her own clinic, and now she's down there, and I love her to death. I love her, uh, her uh, what do you want to call it? When you go into her uh, clinic, it's like walking into a cabin. It's just so relaxing. (laughs) It's like, ah, I'll just sit here for a while. Customers that use her, oh yeah, really like her. Oh yeah, she is. She's just so easy. She's she's not pushy, and she's just oh, she's just a good. I really like her. So anyway, okay, so back to uh, chiropractic. Okay, now what are some other things that uh, how dogs can benefit? Obviously, we, we, if we got the jumper, just an everyday dog that just hangs out. People don't think that anything can really happen to that dog. I mean, can get out of alignment. You know, we're all familiar with, you know, the agility dogs, the nutso dogs, the frisbee dogs, doc dogs, all them kind of stuff. They could all do dearly. Hopefully, they're doing some kind of chiropractic treatment. How often should would you say? You know, when you're looking at really, uh, you know, it is going to be activity dependent to some degree, you know, some of the younger ones, for example, that six month old puppy that I had, you know, he might be a patient that comes in maybe every few months Mm -hmm. to just kind of, you know, he plays hard. He, he's going to get, you know, we're going to detect and prevent some injuries with, you know, things like disc, disc dogs or doc dogs, you know, they're really hard on their bodies. Mm -hmm. That might be more frequent. Maybe they're going to do once a month to help keep them healthy and maintain those joints and prevent those, you know, types of, you know, knee injuries, Mm -hmm. you know, senior pets. um, We've had lots of customers. What's your definition of a senior? You know, um, that's a good question. Do you go, because that's what I, I get some people that call their dog senior and the dog's only six years old and it's a chihuahua, which could live to be 18 years old. But I understand when you get a giant breed, you know, like an Irish wolfhound or a Newfoundland, you know, uh, they, they age quicker and usually leave sooner because of how big they are. Yeah. Um, you know, I had heard that vets, you know, term senior pets around eight. When I'm thinking senior pets, I'm thinking more of the ones that are really having trouble moving around, kind of arthritic kind of um, slow to get up and slow to get down. So those pets are going to have a more frequent treatment because it's going to enhance their quality of life, but they just need it more frequently because the effects of the chiropractic um, don't stay as long because they're, they're already, they've already got the arthritis and they already, you know, are more painful, but it helps keep them comfortable mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. periods of time. So that might be, that can be from like, I have customers with those types of pets that, you know, it's once a week to maybe every three weeks mm-hmm. um, okay. just to help them be comfortable. Okay. And it really does help them. And do you, uh, do you, uh, when you're dealing with, are there certain supplements that you like? Because um, I see, I hate Rimadol and I hear more dogs on Rimadol. So I try to get them off of like Wapiti Labs have a, has a great senior mobility and a, a mobility that people just swear by yeah. or that elk antler velvet, you know, type thing. But are there other, do you, is there some other ones out there that you recommend? There are. I have to be careful because I'm not a veterinarian, right. yeah, but no, no. you know, I have uh, seen a lot of pets lately really respond to turmeric. Oh, okay. And that has hands down been a lot lately that have come into my practice that have really helped decrease the inflammation. I had a beagle that's, um, I can't, nine, 10 years old. And I, you know, I had the customer started him on turmeric and, you know, within three weeks, I noticed 
which was when he came back, the muscles were a lot softer and pliable. Oh, That's nice. what we want in the dog, you know, the joint. He felt like the dog was moving better. So uh-huh. that seems to be a really good one lately. Oh, nice. It's the turmeric. And it's oh. really very little side effects that I know okay. of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there is any compared yeah. to the, like everybody wants to put them on. And see, to me in my book, too is that pain is good to a degree because it keeps the dog from being really stupid. Just like with humans, you know, I mean, if you wreck your ankle or something like that, and then you got a drug that makes you feel like you're invincible and you're overusing it because it doesn't hurt hurt like it should because you're the good drugs, that could be more harmful in the long way too because you overuse it. So a little pain is okay, but you know, obviously if the dog is wincing and yelping, we got a problem. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's a degree. I tell my customers, you have to be their brain, but we do have to rest a lot of times because that's how the injury heal right. is rest so yep. you know there is you have to find that balance yeah okay where are we at there carly we are almost gonna go to a break so is it, trivia. Is it, is it almost trivia time yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i was like trying to think what am i okay there you go uh it's still snowing lead it's not you know what i did this week what what was it i'm trying to think what day it was uh, one of the days uh, I put in a, uh, I watched two Christmas movies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mrs. Miracle. I, I love that movie. Oh, well, that's a good Mrs. one. Miracle. I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, White Christmas. <laughs> it's a great one. Classic. With all that snow around, it's Gotta just like, it. what the heck, you know, I'll do that. Okay. Ready? Okay. Horses can't do this and rabbits can't do it either. Okay. Horses can't do this and rabbits can't do it either. So what do you think it is? We'll be back. Hey, hey, thank you for staying with the Katie Canine Show. And I, I never thought I'd say this on, what is it, Um, April 8th is today? Yes. Okay, on this snowy Sunday afternoon. And we're here with Dr. Becca Amstetz. Get in there. Mm-hmm. For perpetual motion. And she's a chiropractor. She's been in business for eight years. And I've heard nothing but good things uh, about her. Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing your Sunday today with us today. How can thank they get a hold of you? Me. Uh, you can, they can get a hold of us at 612-709-2675 or perpetualmotioncairo.com. All right. Okay. What can horses do, not do, and what cannot rabbits and horses cannot do this? Okay. Rabbits and dogs, or rabbits and horses cannot do this. I did not know about this. I knew about horses, but I did not know about rabbits. What do you think they cannot do? Uh... I don't know. I want to say like see behind them, but no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any idea, Dr. Rebecca? I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Okay. Horses cannot throw up and oh. rabbits cannot throw up. I did not know that about rabbits. That's I knew that about, I knew that about horses because they have a little flap in the thing in their throat where things can go down, and that's why sometimes when grain gets caught in there, you need to, one of the tools in your barn you should always have is a big turkey baster. So in case your dog or your dog, your horse is choking on the grain, that's usually what causes that. You just go get that turkey baster, shove it in the water trough, and shove that thing down the throat, and, and then you can blast that grain out of there. I had to do that with my pony. He got grain caught in. He went down to his knees. He was he was he couldn't oh, breathe. Dear. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I I was, and I had heard about that a long time ago. Yeah, and so I just happened to have in my tack room a turkey baster. It wasn't exactly clean; <laughs> it was kind of dusty. Me, but it was like I don't <laughs> care. So some of it washed off when I rammed it into the water trough to get the water. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So horses and rabbits cannot vomit, which, I, like I said, I don't get that with the, with the rabbits. Why the rabbits wouldn't? But oh well. 
Not, is it, see, now we know. Look how smart we get, we're, we're becoming. We are going to be so full of fun Crap. and... In, no, <laughs> no, fun and interesting facts yes. for around the water cooler tomorrow. There you go. You guys, I hope all of you yeah. are writing this down because you go. you're going to be the talk of the town. Yes, we are. Everybody is. See, we always try to educate, <laughs> not just dogs, a little bit yeah. of everything. Yeah, you know? we're helping. Yes, we are. And you know what? You can go to the podcast. You can podcast. You, you talk about the podcast. How do they get to the podcast? Um, if you go to mytalk1071.com, okay. um, you're going to click on my shows, and okay. then you're going to find KDK9. Okay. Then you can which, podcast. Yeah, and then that'll lead you to our page, and you'll click on demand at the top, okay. and it'll bring you to... Where you can listen. Excellent. There we go. Yeah. And you do that you with all the shows on FM 107. Yep. You can, so you can also find it on iTunes as okay. well. Oh, iTunes. Oh, my, yeah. my, my. Okay. So, yeah. Cause, so, you can get us any place, anywhere, as long as you can get internet. You got us. Right with you in your back pocket. Okay. Let's take the call. Okay. Sounds good. We have Casey on the line. Casey has a question about her dog that is running away. Whoa. Hey, Casey. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of puppy do you got? Uh, a cute little boxer girl. Oh, a boxer girl. How old? Uh, she just had her first birthday in December. First? What? I mean, wait a minute. So, so she's like a year and a half almost. Oh, okay. Okay, I would go ahead. Okay, wait a minute. Now, looking <laughs> out the window. Okay, am I in December? <laughs> okay, so it's a boxer, total boxer? Yes. Okay, how long have you had her since a baby? Um, She was... Four months old when I got her. Okay. So four or five months old. Okay, now, so. when, and she's running away from you, so what's happening? Well, the problem is we go and we bring her outside. We live in a townhouse, so we don't have a fenced-in yard for her to run around in. Yeah. But there is fenced-in uh, dog park area. So we'll bring her out there, and we'll take her off the leash and let her run around. But the problem is getting her back on the leash. Okay. She won't come to us. She thinks that we're trying to play, so then she'll run circles around us. Oh, and, yeah. She won't come back to get on the leash, but we we're supposed to have her back on the leash to bring her back in the house. Right. She can't roam free. Right. Um, so my question is, how do I get her to come back to me? Okay, you got to look like on the leash. you got to look like fun, <laughs> sound like fun, and be fun. Now you got to look at it from a, her point of view. She's running and have a gayo time, and now when you call her to you, then that means she's going to get hooked up, and all the fun stops. All right, she's already figured that playing out. So now let's just play shenanigans, and now I got to get a little bit more time that I can have some fun and and and, and be squirrely. So what you're going to do is get yourself a squeaker, like at the uh, dollar store or whatever type thing. Okay, and put it in your jacket pocket. Okay, and then what you're going to do, you go out to that play yard, and so you go out. You unhook her, let her run for a little bit, okay, and then squeak the toy. And at the same time, go, come here, come, 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 come here, come here, and then move backwards a little bit. Don't go towards her. Move away from her. Dogs are prey-driven. If it moves, they've got to be on it. And the squeaker noise, why dogs can get those squeakers out of those squeaker toys in 0.2 seconds is because they hate that noise. It bothers their ears to dislike. It's like our our nails on a chalkboard, okay? And so that's why most dogs will get those squeakers out in 0.2 seconds. So, But you're going to use it to your advantage because they, they don't like it. You squeak that toy, you got their attention immediately. So you're going to squeak it and go, come, come here, come on, come on, come here, and shuffle backwards a little bit. Now when she comes in, okay, don't grab her collar, okay, then give her a treat. You know, have a little, uh, like, the Nutrisource has got great, like, they look like rabbit, little rabbit turds, but they're, they're grain-free, 
and they're great ingredients. They do have rabbit, salmon, and chicken. But anyway, so then you're going to give her a treat, and then you're going to give her a pet. Oh, good job. Oh, good job. Okay, now let her go Let her go do her thing. And you go about just kind of walking around, okay? Then now at another place in the yard, when she goes, you know, don't always stand in the same place to catch her because they catch on really quick. If I come to you in that spot, you're, I, you know, fun is ended, all right? And you want to get her to coming to you and not always being caught and play ending. So something, like I said, now she came in you, you with the squeaker, good job, good job, give her a treat, good job, and then just kind of walk to another pu- pu- place in that pen area and then she's like whoa we didn't go in oh cool okay maybe throw a toy for her oh good job good job okay then when she's off doing something squeak the toy again hey come 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 here come on and so she comes in oh good job good job give her a treat good job and maybe this is the time you're going to catch her you just quick slide in the leash all right so make sure you don't make a, let her make a game out of it the squeaker gets her attention and then you give her a treat to put an exclamation point on because boxers are smart and they're high energy all right so they can move so fast that you d- you thought you had them and you didn't. <laughs> so you want to get the dog used to coming in and hanging out and kind of wiggly giggling by you that you can either pop the leash on or not. All right. Not just slide in and slide out. But don't always start, start, stand at the same place. Be happy. Do not yell. It's not Rover. Come. Get in here. Right away, the dog is like, screw you. <laughs> Come and get me now. And so anyway, so you just got to go, hey, squeak, squeak, squeak. Come, come here, buddy. Come, 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 come. Oh, good job, good job. Yay, you. And move. Don't stand in the same place because dogs love to chase things. You come become the object of the chase. Bend at the waist so you look a little bit more friendly. You know, you don't look as intimidating towering over her. Give her a tickle in the chest. Dogs love tickles in the chest. And then, uh, and then like I say, give her one treat. Yay, you. And sometimes it's just a pet. And then the treat, sometimes it's just a pet and no treat. You know what I mean? Just change it up and make it be happy. I don't care. Let's say all of a sudden she decides to pull that brain. The minute you start getting frustrated, you, that emits an emotion and that a smell that your dog knows. And so all of a sudden they know he gotcha. Gotcha. And then you think the game is really on now, all right? And sometimes just by just sitting down, just sit down on the ground and with your back to the dog. I bet you with a boxer, my Zelda, it works every time. I'll just sit down when I first got her. I have never lived with a boxer before. You know, she's a boxer Dane mix. And, you know, she'd be, she'd grab the ball and just come flying by. She wouldn't, you know, stop. And then she'd go back and forth and back and forth. And it's like... I am not going after you and I'm not blowing a gasket because you're not bringing that to me. So I just went over and sat in a chair, I, you know, and she came instantly right into me and dropped the ball in my lap. I said, thanks. <laughs> and so that's what you got to do is you got to outwit them because boxers got a lot of energy and they are very, very smart. But if you make a game out of getting them, like they're making a game of staying away from you, you're going to win every time. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You Okay. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Boy, yeah, I know the boxes, but I'll tell you, those fun and games, in, out, in, out, in, out. Another thing, too, is if you point to, like, the ground and go, what is this? What is this? And pick up a leaf or a stick. What is this? 99% of every dog's got to come in and go, well, what is that? And guess what? You just caught the dog. So there you go. Now I got a thing in my throat. So hold on. Do I need to get the turkey baster out? (laughs) Yes, I think we do. (laughs) We have one in the back. We'll go and get it. Oh, it just a, it's a major tickle. It's all of a sudden just came into my, I say, oh, oh, here it comes, here it comes. So anyway, okay. Well, where are we here? Uh, we have about two minutes. Okay. Uh, so Dr. Uh, okay. I've been calling you Dr. Rebecca. Do you like Dr. Becca better? It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, Everybody I'll call you. Everybody calls me whatever. Uh, what, what, everything <laughs> except for late for lunch and 
Yeah, but anyway, so now what is uh, something else that, that uh, my listeners need to know about practic- chiropractic care for their pets? Not just dogs, just cats. What other things? Uh, what other uh, Horses? Have we worked on anything else that's been a, 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 a abnormal or unusual? You know, I've had Ferrets? colleagues. Yeah, I don't, I won't do birds because they can drop at a hat yeah. pretty quick. But I've had other colleagues do rabbits. I've been asked about rabbits, but I've never actually done one yet. Right. Um, it, their joints are different, but are it's they? not a big deal. Um, I actually did a baby goat one time. Oh, nice. I worked <laughs> Okay. Because it, it had been dropped off at a vet's office and it had pneumonia. I'm like, oh, just for kicks, let's adjust okay. the baby goat for oh, nice. to help the immune system. Right, so, exactly. You know, and that's what chiropractic kind of can do is, is, is help the immune system. Yes. So it's, it can definitely help them, you know, you know, heal up faster from things like illness or just boost that immune system because you're reconnecting everything. So everything's fire and better and you're, more streamlined, right? Yeah, you're given some neurological input so that the body can function optimally, more efficiently, yes, efficiently okay. and maximally. Okay. Yeah. So it's, um, try to think what else. So I haven't had anywhere. Somebody asked me about a rat one time and, uh, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> I used to have a pet rat. I have not done pet. it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, no, because like I said, just be interesting as far as, you know, what, because anything, everything that has a spine can yeah. be adjusted, correct? Yeah, pretty much. That's what they say. I mean, I've seen pictures of, of people adjusting an elephant with like a some kind of tool, but. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, it's just, you just get into, and your expertise is uh, cats and dogs, correct? Yeah. Like small, an, you so, would, it'd be like a small animal yeah. practice. Okay. That's the primary. I'm pretty busy with, with, with the small animals. How many, okay, we're going to, let's see. The police dogs are trained to react to commands in how, as far as the, the recent ones, when they're training police dogs, they're taught to react to commands by way of what? We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. We're winding down the time spent with Dr. Becca. I've been saying Dr. Rebecca. I said, so I asked you, you know, I asked her, I said, okay, Rebecca or Dr. Becca? And so she says, whatever. So, Becca, Rebecca, <laughs> well, just throw both out there, and she can just grab one and answer to. Just like me, see, I grew up, uh, my, I'm a Kathleen, I grew up being called Kathy, and then when I started bartending, everybody thought I was a Katie, not a Kathy, and so fine, and so then all of a sudden, you know, like my older friends are saying, I can't call you Katie, fine, don't call me Katie, just call me Kathy, I, I, I yeah. answer slower, that's all, that's, you know, oh, oh that's me. <laughs> so I said, no, what's A lot of name? people don't know my real name. They don't? No. Your, your real name isn't Carly? No. It's not? No. Uh, now you brought it up. Now you know what you have to do with that, right? <laughs> yes, I can tell uh, you. Okay, tell us. Um, It's Carlin. Carlin. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah. Okay, so then cool. who shortened it to Carly? My parents did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carlin. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how would you spell Carlin? It's K-A-R-L-Y-N. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Is that after George Carlin? The uh <laughs> No. So funny story. I was named after someone in a freaking office like business room because my mom was setting out name tags for a meeting that she had. Right. And she saw this name tag that said Carlin something or other and she goes that's the name of my next child, and I popped out. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll so be it's That's not even funny. like a fun story. Yeah, you said, Mom, couldn't you make it more fun? Yeah. You didn't have to tell me the realistics of it. Exactly. Oh, well. Okay, let's head for the phone. we get one more call in before uh, we, we'll see what we can do. Okay, we have Jody on the line, and yeah. Jody has a question about her elderly dog who's limping. Okay. Hey, Jody, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, Katie. Good, good. What kind of dog do you have? 
I have, he's a black lab mix. He was a rescue dog 11 and a half years ago. Okay, so you've had him, he's 11 and a half now? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so what's going on? Um, well, he, he's been relatively healthy his whole life. Um, I actually even took him to the chiropractor up in Ham Lake. That right. was about two years ago when he seemed like he wasn't walking real comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worked out really well. And then this, the end of summer, he started kind of limping a little bit. But it was more than just a limp, like he wasn't walking the way he used to. It was more like he, was, he wasn't touching down on his front paw. All right. So I brought him into our vet. Um, I was thinking, you know, maybe he's got some stages of chiropractic, I mean, of arthritic joints, Mm -hmm. something like that, that was uncomfortable. So they thought the same thing. They did x-rays, didn't see anything, and they put him on an anti-inflammatory, and that seemed to help. He, He was better. He was able to touch down, and then by around December, it got worse again. I mean, worse to the point where he wouldn't even go outside to go to the bathroom and touch down that that one paw. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, is there something, there was nothing broken in the leg or in the joints. Um, we didn't know what it was. So he, we brought him back into the vet again, saw a different vet this time, and he did a little bit different exam. And um, the dog was fine the whole time until he touched one area, and it was in the shoulder area. And the vet said that more than likely, based on how he was walking, um, he thinks that he has a tumor growing in there that's pushing on a nerve. And he said the only way they would know for sure is by doing an MRI. Okay. And he said even if that is a tumor growing in that area of the shoulder, they don't operate on it. Okay. So um, we've, we put him on, in order for him to even be able to walk, we put him on a painkiller so he's on an anti-inflammatory and a painkiller, just basically to keep him comfortable. Okay. And now... Um, Can I ask you a question? Do you consider him overweight or just No, right? not at all. Oh, good. He's, okay. He's always been one of those... He walked twice a day, every day, until this started happening. Okay. Yeah. So your question so, to Dr. Becca is? Um, well, is there anything else that we could do at this point? I mean, I know it's now it's just a matter of trying to keep him comfortable, and he's even gotten to the point where he can't even lay down at night to be comfortable. He moans, and oh. and the doctor said that that's not a real good yeah. um, stage to be in. Is you, so, do you feel know. any lump in there? Do you feel any lump? No, we can't okay. feel it. Okay. And he said that's completely normal. I, at first I was telling myself I was feeling a lump, and he said, no, that's probably not it. It's probably that his um, muscle definition is changing because he's not as active. Okay. As dogs get older, he said they don't have the same definition just like people. Okay. What do you think? You got any comment there? I, Dr. I have um, lots of thoughts. You know, you have a lot of options, and I would for sure take him back to the chiropractor. Um, they can check out the joints in the neck and the shoulder because there are a lot of nerves around the shoulder joint that can mm-hmm. get pinched if the mm-hmm. joint isn't moving. Um, and then even down into the arms. So the chiropractor can check all of those joints, including the joints in the neck. It's not going to hurt him. Um, you know, there's other things like acupuncture as well. So there's lots of options to keep him comfortable, but I would definitely rule out anything that would be, um, you know, kind of in the base of the neck, the lower neck and the base of the neck can cause limping as well 
from from the neck being out or those vertebrae being out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I highly recommend that you take him back. Um, you know, she can loosen up any limbs that might be stuck or or joints in the neck as well. Okay. Instead of yeah, instead of just doing the pain, you know, meds. You know, mm-hmm. did you, you know, since you started out that way and it, and it did a good, you know, good. Why not go back and see if we can, you know, th- things have changed, and so yeah. let's see if she can cha- help again. That's Doctor Stacy, right up there in yeah. Hamlake. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly. gonna help. Yeah, it's gonna help him feel better, or at least you know, help alleviate some of the pain and just help him relax and have more energy and just help him get around better. To me, it'd yeah. be worth to try it. Try it once and just see what happens. You know what I mean? It's yeah. nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? right. And if it doesn't yeah. help, and then there might be a decision if he's in that much pain that you yeah. might have to do. But to me, that's it's it's so worth you know just giving it oh, a yeah, try for sure. Especially yeah. since she's familiar with the dog. Yeah, so. right. She's worked on him before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And a lot of chiropractic issues don't show up on X-rays. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, we get a lot of like they didn't see anything on X-rays. That's because it's it's doesn't like that small amount of movement that of the joints doesn't show up on x-rays right. and when they mentioned an mri you know it seemed to me when people start gathering facts if it costs a lot of money to gather these facts mm-hmm. okay what are you going to do with the information once you get there right so, you know whereas okay you spent all this money for an mri to find out or whatever well then are you going to do surgery it, well yeah. if not yeah. then the thing is is that why don't you spend the money to try to make him more comfortable while you've got him because you right. might you might ding on something you know with the chiropractic and and holistic and such like that that uh, it will keep them around and in good shape for maybe another year or maybe two. We don't know. I've yeah. known dogs that were like, I mean, they literally had to be carried into the chiropractor's office, and after when they when they came out, they were had to be walked with a towel. But at least they were moving. They weren't moving fast, but they were moving. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of, in a couple of weeks, it was there's a back for that. It was different. And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, this dog wasn't doing backflips, but it didn't have to be carried anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. So, like I say, I'm a huge believer in in why not, you know. Yeah. And instead of you know spending spending all the big bucks for all the big stuff, but what are you going to do with that information? Then yeah. why don't you try doing something that you already know knew worked and helped once? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, good luck. Yep. Thank you so you much. You bet. Keep me posted. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, because I like I said, it's if people just uh, you know, well, 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 but then they'll pay for all the money and the pills and the doctor visits instead of saying, you know what? Why not give the chiropractic? How do you how do you win over the naysayers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they either have to come in and see it for themselves, or I come to the conclusion that sometimes people just aren't meant to be my clients. Yeah, no, that's you very know? true. You, you know, you can't. It's it, it is what it is, and just like you know, yeah. a lot of people like my the way I train dogs, and a lot of people don't. You know, everybody has the, what they like and what they think works or. Whatever type thing, and just no one thing works for every dog. But you know what? Give it a chance, or yeah. every cat, or whatever type thing. But and it's not a magic bullet. But in no. the case of this particular dog, she hadn't been for a couple of years, right. and so things can change in a couple of years, and they can need it again. Yep. And and you know, it doesn't take. Sometimes it's not just one visit. It, sometimes it takes multiple visits. But as long as we see improvement, we know we're on the right track. Right. Yeah. No, I should. I should get my. I got to get my Ethel and my Gil Gilligan. Uh, Gilligan mm-hmm. had his for a while back. I would just was over, but, but yeah. It. It. I just can't say enough. It, there's so much neat stuff out there, and I know chiropractic. You know, so a lot of people poo poo it in the in the human world, but I'll tell you, I've seen it work. Just fantastic mm-hmm. things for for dogs. So I appreciate what you do. You know, for our dogs Thank and you. and your talents and such. And we all got gifts, and I'm glad you found your gift. I'm glad you I know? found my gift too. Yeah. And so I I got the gift of gab. I always <laughs> tell people, you know, they come. 
come in and um, they a lot of, there's people that feel like they don't have a lot of options. And when they come into my office, they have lots of options. Mm-hmm. There's there's options like laser. There's options chiropractic and acupuncture. So there's lots of options when people feel like they don't have any. Hey, uh, yep. It's true. There's energy healing. There, there's so much out there. Yes, that you, massage. You look in, yes. So, well, thank you so much. Once again, how can they get a hold of you? They can call our office at 612-709-2675 or our website at perpetualmotionchiro.com. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Becker, for coming in. Thanks and for having me. You betcha. And if you got to remember, uh, check those harnesses. Make sure they're not too snug. Don't get the kind that pinch the shoulder blades. And you have a great week. And don't hide your dogs. Train them. And thanks, Carly. Welcome Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.